This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, welcome to, what was it, Scarebooter? No. Oct- Scare. Scareboo Scare Fest. <laughs> it's October. It's Spooky October. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you for welcoming me to Spooky October, Tom. Thank you for for having the, the frankly, the guts, the courage to even come in here. I do have a lot of courage, Tom. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm afraid of one thing, but we'll get to it later. <laughs> okay. Uh, how has your week been? It's been good, Tom. Mm-hmm. But guess what? What? Two weeks ago yeah. was great. Why is that? Because I went to Sesame Street. No, Tim. Oh, you're having a psychotic break again. What do you, you mean? <laughs> Tim, you can go to Sesame I Street. I went to Sesame Street and I saw all my pals. Oh, no. Tom, since I was a wee boy. Hold on, I have to, I have to call your wife. <laughs> since I was a wee boy. No, she'll, she'll back <laughs> me up on this. Uh, I've been trying to go to Sesame Street. And because uh, I, I watch I watch television, right? I watched it when I was a kid. I watch yeah. it still as an adult. It's, it's a lifelong love affair with television. Tom. <laughs> it, well, it sounds like a beautiful tradition. Yes. Uh, and when, when I was a child, I watched Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want to go to that street. Uh, there's a man that lives in a garbage can. He's not a man. <laughs> Tim. What? <laughs> I thought he was a man and he lived in no, a garbage a can gl- so long that like uh, the garbage affected <laughs> no, his no, body. No, Tim, he's a monster. He's a grouch. Uh, a grouch is a monster these days? Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, he is a monster. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's uh, <laughs> He's a monster. There's a big bird that lives there. Uh-huh. Um, there's a, uh, there's an ima- a, a guy that they thought was imaginary for all this time, but it turns out he was just this elephant guy that like most people didn't see for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of... Snuffleupagus you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I was always unclear about how that all worked. Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. It was, uh, it was like a thing where uh, Big Bird could only see him. Right. But then uh, people, uh, and then like people would come around and be like, "Hey, check out my new friend Snuffy," and Snuffy yeah. will have left, right? And they're like, uh, "And and Big Bird is like, nobody believes me." Uh-huh. And then uh, that was gonna be his shtick forever. Yeah. And so he's like, ah, "I better just not tell anybody about Snuffy. He'll be my uh, secret friend or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, but then they realized that would have a negative effect, or was having a negative effect on children, where it's like. If you tell an adult something and they don't believe you, <laughs> don't then ignore it. Pretend it didn't happen, right? You know, right. and like for obvious reasons, they're like, eh, maybe we'll just make them real. Everybody can see them now. It's yeah. cool. Well, it it's makes cool. it a lot easier, right? Yeah. That that bit would get old after a decade or two, I think. <laughs> um, well, you know, they they only deployed Snuffy once in a while too, because you need two men in the suit. Yeah. 
In what suit? Yeah, God, I've said too much. <laughs> so I, I was always like, hey, Mom, Dad, I want to go to Sesame Street. And they're uh-huh. like, yeah, you idiot. That's on the television, right? They well, the kid taking you to Sesame Place in well, Pennsylvania. here's what happened. They were like, guess what, Tim? We're yeah. going to go. Yeah. And I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to go to Sesame Street. And I went, and it was like uh, uh, just people in costumes it was like, uh, well, Tim, what do you think? Because, like, here's the thing: a guy oh, in an geez. Oscar costume. Uh huh. It was like five times the size of Oscar the Grouch. I was like, that's not Oscar the Grouch. This Oscar is in canon. Yeah, this is this is not Sesame Street that you brought me to. You, yeah. Why would you do you this, monsters? To a five year old. Yeah. You, you're monsters. Yeah. Uh, and not the good kind of monster that lives in a <laughs> it lives delightfully in a gr- gr- grouchy. Um. And then uh, just well, walk. I was supposed to go to Sesame Place when I was a kid, but then I got the chicken pox. I'm sorry, I was supposed to have a birthday party at McDonald's, and I got the chicken pox. Well, that doesn't track, Tim. You can have a birthday party at McDonald's anytime. I can't go back. No, to... you have to have it on your birthday, dingus. No, when you're a kid, you can have it. When you're a kid, you don't re- you don't know the date. You know the day of your birthday, but you don't know what day it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, you could walk up to any kid on the street and be like, what's today's date? They'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's Not why... Christmas yet, <laughs> is <laughs> all they know. Yeah. Well, that's... Kind of close to Christmas. Uh, before school started, uh, before Halloween, uh, not cr- not Halloween yet. That's that's the date. <laughs> that's about as close as yeah. you get. Well, that's why when I need to know the date, I infrequently ask a child on the street. I'll usually ask an adult. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, you just run up to an adult and grab him by the lapels. What and day go, is what this? What day is today? <laughs> yeah. They go, why, it's Christmas Day. No, when they tell me the date, I go, the year, the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How often, how many times in your lifetime mm-hmm. did you mistakenly think that you had traveled in time? Um, Once or twice. I feel like if you woke up from a deep sleep, you'd be like, oh, no, I must have slept for five years. Um. No, I've I've woken up from a deep sleep where I thought I've traveled into the past. Well, how would that work? I don't know, man. Sometimes you're in like a really deep sleep. You have a weird dream. You wake up and you nothing really makes sense. You had been tinkering with things the night before. <laughs> yeah, I've been in my workshop all night working on things. Who knows if they worked or not? It's true. Um, so I was walking around, Tom. Uh-huh. I was walking around minding my own business. In, in New York City. Yeah, and I stumbled upon Sesame Street. Sesame Street came to you. Yeah. And then I realized Sesame Street isn't a place. Mm-hmm. It's a state of mind. Yeah. It, well, it's also like a temporary location where they shoot sometimes, where yeah. they do remote shoots. I don't know what they were filming, Tom. Well, it's an HBO show now. It's gritty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they were, uh, I don't know, they were doing the same things. I got to see uh, uh, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Having a conversation mm-hmm. with who was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ah, I don't even remember now. Was the, it uh, Grover? Yeah, it might have been Grover. Yeah, yeah, it was Grover. Mm-hmm. Grover was never. Grover's a fool. <laughs> I, I don't think Grover ever pretended to be anything but. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're sitting there, and there's men uh, uh, working the puppets, uh, fiddling with them. No, they they have their hands in there, and uh-huh. uh, when they go on set, uh, everybody has to be quiet. And there were like uh, like crowds of people around because mm-hmm. like they were just on a street in Manhattan yeah. filming Sesame Street, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" But then uh, everybody who worked with the production mm-hmm. jaded 
the most jaded people I've ever seen <laughs> because it's just like, yeah, everywhere we go, it's like, oh, that's my childhood. It's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, well, childhood. we're losing daylight. <clears throat> exactly. Your childhood here is losing daylight, pal. Yeah. Um, and then I walked past this tent, mm-hmm. and there were like, uh, there were like ten schlubby, bearded white guys <laughs> in their thirties uh-huh. with laptops, and I was like. Oh man, I could have been a writer for Sesame Street. <laughs> I fit the mold. Yeah. This would have been great. You I... should have just taken your laptop out and sat down. Yeah, that would have been smart. Yeah. Um there were kids. You already around. have all that Sesame Street fan fiction. You could have just uh Yeah, repurposed it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even have to repurpose it. No. It was all very educational. I made sure my my uh my my fan fiction met the standards of uh of educational merit. Right. Otherwise that the CTW some, you know, you requires. Could... You can, you know, then what's the point if you're not going to? Yeah. Um, so Oscar was there. Grover mm-hmm. was there. And then I was like, all right, I got to get back to work. I went back to work. Mm-hmm. I come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> like 20 minutes later, I was like, oh, I got to just go stretch my legs a little, a little bit, take a walk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Snuffle. I'm like, Tim, normally you never leave this office. <laughs> it's true, because I don't like going outside. <laughs> All the time we ask you, like, hey, come get lunch with us. Come get coffee with us. No, I don't like the outside. Here's the thing. It's two flights of stairs up to my office. <laughs> okay. If I go down, I got to come back up. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, Snuffleupagus is there on the goddamn street, Tom, yeah. walking around. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All these Muppets, all these Sesame Street Muppets, they're mm-hmm. different from the Muppets, mm-hmm are interacting with people on the street. Oh, wow. They're like talking to them and stuff, but here's the rub. Mm-hmm. Just the children. <laughs> right. Now, did you find that out before or after you'd shove children out of the way? I, you know what? I kind of like, you know, usually, mm-hmm. look, usually I see a production in New York City. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, Look, if a PA tells me to sell, like, sorry, you have to cross or like wait here till they're they're filming, I'll just be like, I'm in the movie now. Now I'll just be like, sidewalks for everybody because I'm a jerk, and yeah. then like maybe like try to get a cup of coffee from the craft services table mm-hmm. for free. Um, but like this, I was like, they stopped me. They were like, because I didn't realize it was Sesame Street at first. They stopped me, and I was like, eh. and then I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That, that's Oscar the Grouch, of course. I'm sorry. And I was profusely apologizing to the yeah. PA. I was like, I'm sorry. I almost ruined Mr. the Grouch's shot. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so all these kids were trying to talk to Snuffleupagus, and they, they were. <laughs> and then uh, then I like kind of sidled up, but I didn't have a child with me. Right. This is why Where, I need to have you, a kid. Did uh, you put your shoes on your knees, uh, dwarf style? No. Yeah. Um, the beard would have given you the away. The beard would have given me away. Yeah. Um, and you can't put your shoes on your knees and then walk around. Yeah, they would have been like, that kid's walking awfully stiffly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That kid with the beard sure is stiff. Um, so, yeah, I didn't scream. I did, I I followed all the rules, and I feel (laughs) regret, Tom. (laughs) For following the rules? Yeah, I feel like I should have done something. Like, Like, what would have happened? There was a car parked, and Oscar the Grouch was in the car at one point. Driving? Yeah, but there was a man under there. Like, well, it was a it was a car that didn't have any guts in it, Tom. Oh wow, movie magic! And I was like, if I just walked up and went into that car, they couldn't <laughs> arrest me. 
They it's a, might. It's a city street. Able to arrest. You're allowed to get in any you car can't get on in a anybody's city street. Car. Yeah, if they're blocking traffic, you can't go in a, their. Hey, only in New York is what you'd say. Yeah, well. And they'd be like, "This isn't New York, my friend. This is Sesame Street." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm regretful that I didn't do anything. Uh, I think that was my only choice, my only chance to really mix things up on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> when else am I gonna like meet Snuffle up? I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably would have just gotten like punched out by some puppeteer. I don't think a puppeteer's allowed to punch anybody. Sure, they are, Tim. They got all that hand strength from puppeteering. That's true. Nobody would even see it. It'd be like uh, like when Bruce Lee would punch people super fast. Mm-hmm. That's what these puppeteers no, could do. No, they'd be able to like grab me. But even worse. Yeah, that's true. If one of them was like, I'm going to make a puppet out of you and and use the that that the that finger dexterity on your face. Boy, you'd be uh, dis- I'd be honored is what I'd you'd be. You'd be disfigured for like life. Kevin Clash himself no, disfigured you- my face. <laughs> Who's that? The is that Oscar? The disgraced Elmo man actually. Oh, okay. So he wasn't there. Yeah, they don't let him on the set. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe you you probably would have been added to that list. Number number two person not allowed on the set of Sesame Street, Tim. Wear it with pride. Well, Tim, you know, uh, if you got uh, kids in the room, you know, if you've called your children into the room to hear Tim's story about Sesame Street, time to dismiss them. Yeah, because things are about to get scary. Things are about to get demonic, ghoulish. Wait, do ghouls? No, I don't think ghouls uh, possess play people. into this. No, no, but demons do. Tim, we're Tim. We're talking about exorcisms. Yeah, was there a scary exorcism <laughs> noise? Just <laughs> did now? you play a scary sound in there? <laughs> Oh no! Oh brother! No. Our, our engineer John is looking at us with, in fright and terror. Uh, I don't know what that was. All right, episode, uh, if you like the show, you can find out more. Uh, Tim, uh, I was doing some uh, uh, exorcism research on the bus over here. Uh, that's a bad place to do exorcism research. Why is that? Because people kept looking over at me, and I was reading about uh, demons and Look, exorcisms. You can't be held responsible for what you're reading. On a, like, I was also taking notes. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. like, if you're watching an X-rated video on a bus, I was doing that as well on a different phone. You have a you have numerous phones. One that yeah. always just has X-rated videos. That phone I like to keep off the grid. It's just loaded up with uh, X-rated videos. Nice. Um, no, but like, if you're like, it's one thing if you're watching like uh, bad things like videos, mm-hmm. but like if you're judged by what you're reading mm-hmm. on public transportation, that's not on you. Yeah, that's on the person. Maybe yeah, I'm the only why one. Why don't you go buy a goddamn book? Person who's judging. Yeah, everybody else is uh, uploading their selfies to Snapchat, and I'm trying to educate myself. Mm-hmm. Those are some demonic- glamorous <laughs> selfies taken on a city bus. Look. Some people just like a slice of life. Yeah. Slice of life in their snap. A snap of life. I've deleted the Snapchat app yeah, from my phone. Yeah, I don't really use it anymore. Yeah, Instagram really ate their lunch, huh? Sure did. I've never done an Instagram story either, Tom. Wow. You should try it. You just have to tap that button. Hey, if you're <laughs> out there, just tap that button. <laughs> um, 
what, what do you know about uh, exorcisms? Tom, I know that I'm a very brave man, mm-hmm. but I have one fear, exorcisms. Being possessed or being <laughs> or having an exorcism performed on Everything you. about exorcisms scares the hell out of me because of 2020. Yeah, right? The news magazine program mm-hmm. on ABC in the 90s. It might still be there, but now it's just like, we had somebody dress up as a homeless man to prove that like homeless people have it fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. I think that's the kind of stories they do. Like no. we had a we had a rich man dress up like a homeless person and he and, and sat on a street the whole day and he said, This is the life I wish I had. <laughs> All right, maybe. I haven't seen twenty twenty in a long yeah, time. But back then it came on after uh TGIF. Yeah, okay, which was, that makes sense, yeah. So, so from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Friday nights mm-hmm. was Family Fair, Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, Boy Meets World, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then step by step. Right, uh, going places, only lasted a season. but Just uh, the 10 of us. No, that was not. That was at, Later on, at like the, the twilight of... Tom, I don't want to make you look like a fool here, <laughs> but Just the 10 of us was pretty much predated uh, TGIF entirely i don't think so well we'll have to agree to disagree (laughs) there are two people right now slamming on their uh uh, steering wheels like tom you idiot one of them's you (laughs) listening back to this yeah hello future tim Uh i hope everything worked out with the plan (laughs) wait what what um so uh 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 and then like so like the family, the last family mm-hmm. show, like uh, Family Matters or whatever, that was never on at nine thirty. Whatever the nine thirty show would would end, the mm-hmm. family friendly show, and then this news magazine. But uh, nine thirty show is probably step by step because that had divorce, so it was a very yeah, dicey. Exactly. It was uh, after dark. And Cody, a yeah. character who the actor who played him, assaulted his wife. <laughs> I don't think that would ever incorporate into the show, though. No, I don't know. Maybe. Right. Sometimes they blurred the lines, <laughs> got very meta. So anyway, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, so like it'd be this family-friendly thing, and then 2020 would come on, mm-hmm. and it was usually and the parents some, were like, finally some uh, something for some us news. But uh, it was always something sensational, right? Yeah. Like it was usually like, are your kids like doing this new drug? Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But like then, the, and I was always like, eh, you know, teens are always doing drugs. That's what I know about teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were saying that as a child to your parents. Yeah, it's like, Mom, Dad, you got to watch out for these teens. Yeah. And I, I've, I've warned people about teens to this very day, Tom. Yeah. They're no good. They do drugs. They, uh... They're, they're into fads. They're into fads, and who knows? I don't even understand. They, they, there's teen slang, Tom. Mm-hmm. These words they're saying... They sound like one thing. They mean an entirely different thing. Yeah, and they're just using them to uh, pull one over on squares like you. Yeah, laugh at you when you trip on the street. <laughs> well, uh, if you didn't worry so much about tripping in front of teens, you probably wouldn't trip in front of them yeah, so often. Well, I just, I've, I've, you get in your own head about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I just stay away from teens. Uh, and then, like, uh, immediately, this one week, they were like, a live exorcism on the air. And like I was like, wait, what? The devil's real? <laughs> like <laughs> the devil's on the news now? Yeah. I was like eight, and I was like, they're like they're gonna get the devil out of this little boy or this little girl or yeah. whatever. 
And I was like, I thought this was movie. Wait, Mom, Dad, I'm watching Wait, the news the, the, here. And the devil's on the news? The devil's on the news. This is the first I've heard of the <laughs> devil being like. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, uh, it was only like a 15-minute segment. Sure was, enough, they cut to the devil. He's like, I'm here live on the scene. No, the devil is inside the little girl, Tom. Oh, okay. And uh, these two priests were just uh, yelling in Latin at this 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 girl. Um, and so, uh, to this day, I just feel like, uh, I'm uneasy around the subject of exorcisms. Oh, um, yeah, I, I remember that same, that was like a big, big thing at the time that they had the exorcism on there. I don't know if it actually was, but in our world, we weren't exposed to the news that much. (laughs) (laughs) Like the only news we were exposed to was like. 2020 well 2020 and like the local news right you know at like 6 30 or 7 o'clock or whatever and it'd be like there there was a traffic today and uh, there was a traffic today <laughs> but and also it'd be like there was a shooting in the bronx because yeah. we were in the new york market and we we're just right like, we're like oh the bronx know. sounds dangerous yeah. in the 80s huh yeah, that's what we'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I would after every uh, every sentence I said, I would always <laughs> add in the eighties. Yeah, man, boy, nineteen eighty eight Brooklyn sure sounds dangerous. I'll never live there. Yeah, um, I would often say like, "Hey, uh, this uh, Happy Meal from McDonald's sure does taste good." For in nineteen eighty eight. Yep. Um, no, but I remember having the exact same reaction of like, because I think uh, what year was it? I think 91. So I was like nine. You were nine. I was 10. You were 17. (laughs) I had just ended my first marriage. (laughs) Um, We were at the exact age where like it had finally been drilled into our heads, the difference between fantasy and reality. Yeah. Like we were finally like, okay, got it. Santa Claus, not real. Uh, ghosts. Great. Now we're going to have to put a disclaimer on this. <laughs> Go- I already told the kids to send yeah, the kids out true. of the room. Uh, you know, uh, ghosts aren't real. You don't have to be afraid of, uh, you know, things. I mean, you know, hey, between you and me, I was still, I still am afraid. But, um, you learn that there was a difference between entertainment and news, basically. Right. So this, like, threw everything. Didn't they show the girl levitating? Yeah, there there was something. There was all kinds of, and you know, this I was when like might, David Copperfield was uh, doing a lot of TV specials. I think what might have happened, which mm-hmm. we didn't understand, right. is that they were showing clips right from movies like about, home videos. No, no, I think they were showing like exorcisms. Oh. You thought it was just from the movies, and then they'd show like clips from like yeah, the exorcisms. Like, Whoa, this is the news still? Yeah, like it was like, oh my god, this this little girl's. Head turned all around yeah. on her on her uh, shoulders. Yeah, and then she said, "Your mother s's would... c's and h." Yeah, if you can believe a little girl would say such a thing, I don't even believe the devil would say that. <sighs> well, he did. He did. I saw it on the news. <laughs> so, an exorcism is evicting demons or other spiritual entities from a person. Yeah. I in my research here was a thing I didn't realize. Like uh, uh, me and you were both raised Catholic, mm-hmm. good little Catholic boys. Me and you are allowed to perform exorcisms. Well, Tom, not a major exorcism. No, just just a little, you know, side money, just a little yeah. spending money. That's yeah. all I'm looking for. And all you have to do is I like, don't honestly, I don't have the time to perform a major exorcism. No, um, that's a commitment. Yeah. That's a few hours at That's least. a commitment that I don't think I can uh, commit to. 
But uh, minor exorcism, sure. I I even uh, I was confirmed. Yeah. So I'd I'd probably be very qualified to perform an exorcism. All right, here's what you have to remember, Tom, because uh-huh. I know you're like. Remember when you learned about a citizen's arrest and then you started <laughs> arresting everybody for everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, there, there are guidelines here, guardrails uh, for. No, the de- hey, does the devil have guardrails? No, here's what you have to remember, Tom, and mm-hmm. this is true in all of the the Christian uh, exorcisms. Mm-hmm. The 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 possessed person. Yes. Did no wrong. They are not evil. Tom, look at me. <laughs> what? They're not doing the bad thing. Well, maybe the demon got in them, and and they were like, you know, this demon kind of makes a lot of sense. No, no. So you are never to be violent to the person you're performing an exorcism. Unless they're violent to you first. No, you can tie them down. Okay. Well, then that's just like a citizen's arrest. Yeah, Tom. I don't know. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the way you're acting about this. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry that I want to help rid the world. You're of trying demons. to look for loopholes to be violent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to rid the world of demons, Tim. I'm trying to, uh, uh, you know, uh, use that. Con- what have you done since you were confirmed Catholic as a boy? Um. A whole lot of blasphemy. Exactly. So when you like to, yeah, but do they give let something it slide? Back? Do they let blasphemy uh, slide because like you put in your hours at church? If you confess, yeah, I'm confessing right now. <laughs> well, no, you can't. So I can exercise you, Tim, but you can't confess your sins to me. Well, I just did. What are you gonna do about it? I might exercise. You know, well, if you tell me a demon made you do these things, then I can help you. Oh man. I would sit through an exorcism if it meant, <laughs> look, because if you go, if you, you go. You just said the only thing in the world that scares you is an exorcism. Yeah. But you would rather well, here's it. Let's go say through an exorcism than confession. Up, let's say I've racked up a bunch of sins, right? Yeah, let's say. Low level sins, Tom. Okay. Blasphemy. <laughs> I think that's a high one. Murder. <laughs> right. Um, And I go to. Coveting. Yeah, I go to uh, confessional, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, forgive me. Father, Father, for I have sinned. For I have sinned. I've and learned that I'll, from movies. Yes, and then I'll say... No, you're not there, Tom. <laughs> no, I'm in the other booth. And I go, the power of Christ compels you. No, no, no. no. See, this, this is what I'm asking. Okay. If the priest would normally be like, all right, say the rosary 400 times, uh-huh. right? You've confessed, and now you have to do the penance or whatever, uh-huh. right? And I don't want to do the rosary <laughs> all Well, you time. can ask him, can I just have my friend uh, exercise no, me? No, if I just say, Can I just look, exercise with my there, friend? I didn't do these things. I did these things, but I was possessed by a demon. <laughs> and then I just had to go do an exorcism for like a half hour. <laughs> and they're like, the power of Christ compels you. And yeah. I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, so you would play along still. I'd play along. And then. You'd and then, learn like, a few Latin phrases. You don't even have to. If you watch these, this uh, 2020, mm-hmm. the, the the person is like, she's speaking in, in ancient tongues. And she's like, wubba, 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 wubba. <laughs> <laughs> is it downtown Julie Brown? It might have been downtown Julie Brown. Wow, she was big at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Very influential with kids. Yeah. Um, but like now, the priest would be like, "Okay, well, you're not Tim. You're not on the hook to say all these these <laughs> rosaries. Uh-huh. You, I'll just I'll just exercise the demon, and you'll get off scot free. And it's just like fifteen twenty minutes of my time, and I'll be like, ah, oh, the devil is leaving me. How long do you think it would take to say four rosaries? <laughs> 
I don't know. You wouldn't. Ha- you'd have to make an appointment to get an exorcism. I think. I don't think they do. It's walk-ins. not like an emergency situation. Not if the you priest <laughs> wouldn't like throw open the the the, the sash. The little no the the door between. Oh, the I'm I'm thinking thing. of uh, the night before Christmas. What are you talking about? Uh, when the guy throws open the sash, when the he sash? when he hears uh, Santa up on the roof. I I sprang from my something and opened the sash. The sash? I think he says door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, man, maybe it's a demon. <laughs> what do you think a sash is? Uh, well, a sash is something you wear in a beauty pageant. Yeah. Or if you're the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this why you've been <laughs> trying to get elected mayor? Oh, man. Well, the beauty pageants weren't working out, so ne- next best thing. Man, if I was uh, uh, Tom Rells, the exercising mayor, but, you know, make sure you read how exercising spelled. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody would uh, <laughs> confuse you for a man who exercises. Uh, I could I could say something, Tim, that would really cut you down <laughs> to size, but I won't. Uh, a survey of Christian exorcists found that most exorcists believe that any mature... Oh, this is what I was talking about. A mature Christian. So mature. I, guess you, I guess you can't do it. Um, a distinction is made between a formal exorcism, which can only be conducted by a priest during a baptism or with permission of All a right. bishop. Wait, hold on. During a baptism? Are they screaming at babies and shaking babies? No. And like, get out of here, devil. But the baptism's a low-level exorcism. In, wow. in uh, I'm not sure, I think in, in Catholicism, but I know in some sects of Christianity, uh, it's considered like a low level, well, like they don't want to scare the parents, but they're like, hey, well, we got the kid here. Let's get all the demons out. Well, it's uh, original sin, right? Is yeah. that the thing? Sure. We should never talk about religion on this. I think we've... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I was going to say, too, uh, 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 that um, uh, the movie The Exorcist, they had so many death. They rec- made a movie out of that 2020 segment. Yeah, and they they went back in time and made a movie about it. Uh, they had so many death threats against Linda Blair, the little girl, from religious zealots uh, because they thought the movie glorified Satan. That's cool. That's that's what you. That's the Christian thing to do. <laughs> right. Threaten to threaten a little a, girl. Yeah. A, like twelve year old girl. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers had bodyguards protecting her for six months after the film's release. So we're gonna need some bodyguards protecting us from religious zealots. <sighs> this won't be the first time that we've been uh, accused of glorifying Satan. <laughs> This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Tim, have you ever seen the movie The Exorcist? I have it. Uh, Scared? The bejesus out of me. That to me is still the scariest movie. Yeah, I, I, obviously it's the scariest movie for me mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of all things <laughs> exorcism related. Yeah, and that is about an exorcist. Yeah, um, and a girl who needs to be exorcised. Yeah, um, Ronald Reagan was her name. <laughs> no, that was not her name. Was Linda Blair? No, her, no, the no, little no. girl's name was Reagan. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Or was it Regan or Reagan? It was Ronald Reagan. <laughs> it was not Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was still the governor of California at the time. Yeah, that so movie. it was. It was based it was in on the his life. Yeah. <laughs> it was not based on his life. Um, I think I've told this story on this show, but a long, okay, long time so ago. Moving on. No, that I saw that movie when it was re-released in like 2000, 2001. That was the first time I saw it, and like I didn't know anything about it. I went to a movie theater to see it. Uh, with Wait, gr- what do you mean you didn't know anything? It was the I mean, biggest knew, pop culture thing. You knew uh, the the line that you around, said earlier. I, no, I didn't know that. Did I wasn't around see, in the seventies. Yeah, but you've you've seen countless parodies. Leslie Nielsen <laughs> the, in in six different Leslie Nielsen <laughs> movies in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. They referenced. Specific plot points and scenes from The Exorcist. I knew all that stuff, but like I didn't know the real details. Okay. Which I, uh, if I had known those details, I wouldn't have gone to see the movie in Georgetown, Washington D.C., uh, where it takes place. We're like literally on the walk home, walked past the stairs. That uh, I remember those. Spoiler stairs. alert: uh, bad things happen on those stairs in the movie. Yeah. Um. The devil goes there. The devil goes, he runs up and down those stairs. Um, and he doesn't For even, exercise. Yeah. That, he was the exorcist. Yeah. He was exercising well, on the stairs. And the scariest part is he doesn't even hold the handrail, even when he's going down. You're like, be careful. Yeah, he's got those hoof feet. He yeah. could go flying down those stairs. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, where, did they, where did they come up with the devil having cloven feet? Uh, I think it was just like there were a lot of cloven-footed animals around. Yeah. And somebody was like, that's probably the devil. And they're like, I think it's the horse that we have. Like, it could be the devil. Anything could be the devil, Tom. <laughs> that's what I've learned. Um, but Even a little girl named Ronald Reagan. <laughs> but uh, 
boy, that's a scary movie. And I was reading like a little behind the scenes while I gave one of the behind the scenes uh, tips about uh, uh, they're not tips. <laughs> Warner Brothers. They're tidbits. Tidbits. Uh, Warner Brothers having to hire those uh, 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 bodyguards, bodyguards for, for a little girl, child. <laughs> so that religious zealous didn't kill her. Mm. But um, there were that movie set sounded like it was an actual nightmare. Like not in the way where like was it Poltergeist where like they were bar- they were digging up like uh, Native American bones and being like yeah let's put a little kid in there uh, and like people you're, died on set. You're confusing that with the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of the movie was very close to what actually no, happened the to little Craig boy, T. Nelson. The little boy in the scene where they, uh, where the clown, oh, he almost, yeah, he almost got uh, strangled, right? Yeah, like the the mechanism worked too good at yeah. kid killing. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the the little girl uh, a couple of years later passed away. A bunch That's, of people from it, except Craig T. Nelson. He's still with us. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, he's he's gonna outlive us all. <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, the exorcist, Yeah, imagine coach at the pearly gates. They'd be like, get back down there. Yeah. You're not done. You're not done on earth. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know what your point is. Dauber, on the other hand, <laughs> I mean, right Craig, to hell. Are you in, wait, what? No. Dauber from coach is going to go to hell. No, he's innocent. He's a nice, innocent man. Mm, I think he's, uh. His benign seeming uh, doofery. Oh, it's uh, a cover. Is a cover for some really sick things. Um, but the so the movie The Exorcist doesn't sound like it actually had too many like spooky things happen, but um, just uh, like the director William Friedkin, he was uh, or is that the guy who wrote the book? That yeah. was the screenwriter. Yes, I believe. the yeah. screenwriter. Uh, but anyway, like. Uh, Everybody was like slapping each other on set to like get themselves like in the uh, in the mood for things. The director uh, shot a gun by the guy's head during a take to get him to act surprised. What, <laughs> really? like, when Wouldn't you that have to pick t- up on the microphones? I don't know, but he was like, he didn't have to do that. I'm an actor. You yeah. told me to be surprised. You don't need to startle me with a gun. And they're just like, uh, but apparently a lot. There's like multiple takes in the movie. Where like something went wrong or unexpected, and that's the take that they use. Like uh, when she vomits, like the pea soup, mm-hmm. it's supposed to hit the the priest in his chest, but it they didn't calibrate right, and it like went on his face and like in his mouth and everything, and he was genuinely disgusted. And that was they were like, great cut yeah, print. You know what? Something tells me that didn't misfire. Well, there sounds like there were a bunch of like uh, poltergeists on the set. Yeah. Well, there was like one where like the the guy's hand was shaking. They're like his hand was shaking during that take because right before they started filming, the director slapped him in the face. (laughs) Uh, So it sounded like it was a real fun. uh, Everybody acts like that kind of stuff is like, oh, no, I can't believe that. Like, I bet it's pretty fun in the moment. We're not like those jackass boys. They're always like uh, that's true, cutting each other's hair and slapping them and throwing the porta potty down the mountain or oh, something. Oh man, I God, I'd be so mad. If I would not spend one minute around those jackass boys. <laughs> around those jackasses. Yeah. Um, the uh, how much how much time do you think they spend covering exorcisms in seminary school? I don't know what their 
doing in cemetery school? I almost said cemetery school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> adorable. Yeah. Uh, Tim's <laughs> Tim's uh, adorable misuse of language. Like a little boy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not like some people. Uh, yeah, confusing the word door for sash. <laughs> he, they, he, I think he opened the window and threw up the window and opened the sash. Or threw out the sash and opened the window. I'm telling you, it's in it's in the the book. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm surprised that uh, more churches don't like lean, especially like the Catholic Church is having a lot of problems getting uh, priests mm-hmm. uh, to start advertising like uh, you know exorcisms or as, like, part of it. Let them have uh, relations with women. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could do that, too. You could let them get married and stuff. You could also let women be priests. But, you know, you could also be like, hey, guys, guess what? We're going to teach you some some cool rituals to get rid of demons. They do teach them that. That, I know, but but like really, really play it up. Be like, this is something you're you're going to fight the devil every day. Here's the thing. I think first semester, Mm -hmm. you teach them exorcism 101 right right and they're like you give them just a taste of it right <laughs> yeah and that's make sure amongst they... all the other like boring classwork and then semester two boring stuff semester three boring stuff but semester four is where you bring in exorcism 201 okay and so everybody's like gotta make through all this boring stuff you pepper it in is what i'm saying tom yeah I feel like they probably keep it all like till the very end, and it's just like a, a seminar. I don't think there's much to it, Tom. If someone like you uh-huh. is allowed to do it, right? I mean, they, I mean, how hard could it be? Uh, it's just a lot of saying the power of Christ compels you. I'm throwing water and throwing water, and then when things get but, but then when holy things holy water when things get real dicey. You say the power of God Himself compels you, and then the demon's like, "Whoa, this guy means business." Yeah, so you're supposed to bring in uh, the God and uh, and Jesus into it. Yeah, and also angels and archangels can help out. Cool, <laughs> Tom. Do you know the difference between an angel and an archangel? Are archangels like arch nemesises? Nope. They're not the enemies of angels. No, apparently there's uh, an angel. They're like more badass angels. Though, yeah, right? there's an angel bureaucracy. Nice. Where it's like, uh, there's a, like, they're better angels. Oh. They're like more powerful angels. Well, that's when people say, oh, uh, let's appeal to their better angels. Yeah, they're talking about the archangels. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the, those angels wear like leather jackets and stuff. Some of them even ride uh, Harley Davidson. <laughs> wow, yeah. real, uh, they and ride like, hogs. Yeah, and they're like, man, uh, these angels are really appear- appealing to a younger crowd. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was reading about how, uh, you know, a lot of times they think it's, you know, psychosomatic or whatever, and they're like, oh, a lot of times it's, uh, uh, you know, a placebo effect where there there's actually like a, uh, a mental illness where somebody thinks they're possessed, and then this has a placebo effect. But it just made me think that uh, you, the, the saying somebody uh, uh, the the power of uh, like uh, common sense compels you is not uh, as powerful. I didn't exactly <laughs> follow what you were talking about there, but uh, you do bring up a good point mm-hmm. where uh, 
uh, exorcisms, uh, we're having a lot of fun <laughs> here. But uh, it, the not funny thing is that, like, uh, uh, demonic possession is not a psychiatric or medical diagnosis by the medical community, accepted by the medical community. Um, a lot of times uh, uh, they contend, doctors mm-hmm. and whatnot, right. that this is mental illness um, that should be treated medically right. um, and not exacerbated by somebody <laughs> throwing water at you and putting you through a traumatic experience of maybe uh, uh, tying you down tying you down and screaming about God in your face. Yeah, especially if you're levitating at the time. Yeah. And spinning your head around. Um, Tom, you're getting choked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they, uh, oh, that reminded me of something, but now I can't remember what it was. This is great radio, Tom. <laughs> Tim, I've been meaning to tell you this shit's not going out on the radio. Here we are, broadcasting from the top of the Empire State Building, from the Howard Stern Building. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wolfman Jack and his partner, the Big Bopper, Tom Reynolds. <laughs> Don't call me the big bopper. Did you know that uh, uh, to mix politics in here for a minute? Oh, good. <laughs> I felt. I feel like you know, as long as we're gonna do religion. Yeah, they say that the two things to bring up in conversation: religion yeah. and politics. Especially when you know nothing about either. Tim, I told you I was confirmed Catholic. I can do minor exorcisms. Okay, it's fine. Um, this was uh, uh, came out during. Um, Mitt Romney's vetting of Bobby Jindal, the the former uh, governor of Louisiana. Yeah, he was vetting him to be a possible VP candidate. That uh, uh, he did a great job. Uh, oh no, that was, never mind. But uh, he uh, uh, wrote an essay in 1994 about his personal experience of performing an exorcism on an intimate friend named Susan mm-hmm. while in college. Um, uh, he wrote, uh, yeah, he wrote an essay in the New Oxford Review, which I guess is the like, is that like the kids' version of Oxford Review? You know what? No, I, I couldn't tell you, Tom. Um, in an article, I feel like we're gonna get enough uh, emails about this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I want to get more. To, like, uh, th- make minor mistakes like <laughs> that, like <laughs> misunderstanding things that like we we should know. Uh. The article is amazing. Uh, it's entitled "Beating a Demon: Physical uh, Dimensions of Spiritual Warfare." Bobby Jindal wrote this. Yes, uh, while he was an undergraduate. So, dude, undergraduates are the dumbest people on earth. Exactly, and I would contend, as much as I'm not a big fan of John- Bobby Jindal, mm-hmm. let's not judge him by uh, let's not judge anybody by anything they've done. I would argue under forty. <laughs> um, but maybe under the age of 25. Well, but he wrote about this later in life when he should have had enough foresight to be like, or hindsight to be like, oh, that was a dumb thing I did. Yeah. That was just like, uh, you know, a friend of mine uh, being a, being a. Well, did it work? Uh, no. Uh, well, and actually uh, the, the kind of sad thing about this, not sad, but. Very questionable thing. Tom, can I, can I ask you to do something here? <laughs> What's that? Can you get to the fucking point of whatever you're talking about? <laughs> well, so apparently he was uh, very clear that this is a close friend who with whom he had maintained a, no, a wholly non-romantic relationship. 
She began acting strange. One might attribute this to the fact that she was undergoing treatment for cancer, but Jin- what? But Jindal assumed she had been possessed. Uh, maybe she sensed our wariness, whether by plan or coincidence, Susan chose the perfect opportunity to attempt an escape. She suddenly leapt up and ran for the door, probably because she was undergoing cancer treatment, and this guy was like, oh, no, I think you're possessed by a devil, and she's probably cool. Anyway, he yoink. <laughs> Um, despite the many hands holding her down, this burst of action served to revive the tired group of students, and they soon had her restrained once again, this time half kneeling and half standing. Alice, a student leader in Campus Crusade for Christ, entered the room for the first time brandishing a crucifix. Running, this is how you know they were desperate, Tim. Running out of options, UCF had turned to a rival campus Christian group for spiritual tactics. I love that it's like, man, we're so desperate. We're going to go to a rival Christian Yeah, we're going to bring in the Bulldogs. <laughs> like, oh, uh, boy, normally we normally we hate these people. But you know what? We're in uh, desperate times call for desperate measures. And then, of course, the preacher had denied our request for assistance and recommended that we not confront the demon. No, his, the, the, the his cancer d- patient is what they're saying. Don't confront the cancer patient, which is... This is this makes me uncomfortable. I don't no, like no, no, no. They said no. Basically, the the preacher said uh, he recommended we not confront the demon. His suggestion was a little late. He, it sounds like the preacher was like, "What? No, leave leave this girl alone." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I still wonder if the good preacher was too settled to be roused from bed, or if this supposed expert doubted his own ability to confront whatever harassed Susan. This was just profoundly said. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this up, Tom. Well, uh, the it didn't work. It sa- or it sounded like eventually the girl was like, "I'm fine. Please just leave me alone." Yeah. Didn't- well, I hope Susan is okay. Yeah, me um, too. Uh, Mother Teresa, Tom. Mm-hmm. They performed an exorcism on her. What? Late in life. I didn't know that. Yeah, the Archbishop. I said Archangel, but then Archbishop. Huh. Archbishop. Archangel? Archangel seems... Archie and the gang. Yeah. Uh, Archbishop (laughs) of Calcutta saw that she was agitated in her sleep. Uh Uh-huh. And was like, I think a demon might be trying to get in. I mean, if you're a demon, that's a pretty ripe target. That's, That's a headline... Yeah. Grabber right there. <laughs> exactly. If Mother Trace is on the news going like, ah, ah yeah. then people are going to be like, oh, wow, that uh, gets the devil's real. Yeah. Um, the thing uh, that makes me a little wary of this tale, Tom, mm-hmm. is that like it seems like opportunism, right? Where it's like, if you could name one person. Well, same thing as Bobby Jindal. Uh, yeah, no, no, but this is like Mother Teresa. It's like, are you oh, accusing- then I'll be a hero. Yeah. Yeah, I am maybe accusing the Archbishop of Calcutta of. Some, oh no, uh, I thought you were accusing the devil of being an opportunist. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, look, nobody. Like, first of all, what are you doing watching Mother Teresa sleep? Yeah, leave her alone. Leave she her works alone. Hard. She's an old woman. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably she's seen some shit. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. be agitated in her yeah, sleep. Yeah, she's probably having nightmares about the people she's trying to help. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that happened to her, and uh, we wish her all the best. <laughs> All right, do you want to solve a problem? Yeah, solve a problem.
Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. But if you want us to solve one of your problems, mm-hmm. hey, just shoot us an email. The complete guide to everything at gmail.com. And we'd be happy to perform any minor exorcisms you might need. Tom, a couple weeks minor ago. Minor to moderate. Yeah. But the thing that, Tom, <laughs> if, if you had a baby mm-hmm. and it was getting baptized, yeah. would you go like, hey. Throwing an exorcism. Yeah, th- go full exorcism on yeah. it, just in case. You know what? While nobody's looking, throwing a little, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah, or maybe while everybody's looking. Yeah. cares? You're dunking him in water anyway. He's going to be crying either way. You can scream in my baby's face. I would probably just wait until everything's done, and then as everybody's like clapping at the end of the baptism, I would go, demon, be gone! <laughs> it would actually probably get a pretty good laugh, because <laughs> yeah. you'd be standing up there on that ornate, uh, <laughs> like around the... the the water thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. The baby would be crying. Everybody exactly. would be Exactly. The baby's going to be crying anyway. Yeah. It would all get mixed in. People later at uh, the lunch would be like, hey, what was that thing about? Uh, you yelled about the demon at the end. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, question comes from a, a, a listener named Jake. Okay. Howdy, Tim and Tom. Word on the street is that you were looking for ghost problems. <laughs> I got enough. I'm in quite the pickle. I think there's some spooky business going on here at my friend's house. Mm -hmm. That being said, here's the rub. There's a lot of ground to cover here. This is friggin' long. (laughs) Yeah, great. Great, we've got five minutes. So I will try and keep it short. I'm house-sitting long-term for a buddy of mine. He has a dog, so he was looking for someone to take care of the pup along with the house. Tom, Yeah. rumor on the street... You have a dog. I do, but I don't. I'm not serving a lengthy prison sentence like this man's friend. Hmm. The only rule he gave me was not to let the dog in the basement. No big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had to head downstairs for some trash bags. None of the lights worked, and for some reason, I didn't feel good uh, being down there. Probably because the lights didn't work. Yeah, and also demons. Tom, did I tell you I'm reading a book and it's scaring the hell out of me? <laughs> you did tell me that. I almost had to sleep with the yeah, lights on Yeah, I called you a night. coward for yeah. being so afraid of a book. Yeah. I'm not afraid of the book. I'm afraid of the contents <laughs> of the book. <laughs> Are you afraid they're going to come to life? No, it's just the thoughts that this book has put Anyway, in it's a long email. Uh, for some reason, I didn't feel good being down there. I figured I was just being dumb, didn't think anything of it. Naturally, when I left the basement, I didn't close the door all the way. Naturally. Oh, oh yeah, you're not going to close the door behind you. Why not? Why not? When Were he you, left uh, the basement. Uh, uh, listen. Oh, when he left. Yeah, Tom, close the door when Listen to out. what Jake's telling us. You can't help somebody that you refuse to listen to. Naturally, I lost my place. I didn't <laughs> close the door all the way. You know, like an idiot. Oh, okay. Uh, to keep a long story short, the dog got in the basement. Mm. I don't know how long he was down there. I didn't notice <laughs> he was gone until I was getting ready for bed and couldn't find him. When I noticed the basement door was open, I know, I know, I knew I'd done goofed. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Uh, I found him down in the basement, just standing there, staring Chanting. at no, staring at a blank wall. Oh no! Oh, get out! Oh, he looked super pissed and was shivering. Oh I co- no! I couldn't get him to leave, so I just picked him up and we went upstairs. Uh. I took him for a walk, and he apparently got sick that first night. Apparently, what he got sick too. 
I have known this dog its whole life. He has always been a happy-go-lucky goofball. Oh, no. 10 out of 10 dog. But this poor fella hasn't seemed right ever since. <laughs> he doesn't want to play anymore, and he seems to be stalking me. He likes to watch me when my back is turned, and on top of all this, I have started to have some really disturbing dreams. A few times I've woken up mid-nightmare only to find the dog sitting a few inches from the bed just staring oh, at me. Oh, no. What do I do? Am I paranoid? Is the dog possessed? Yeah. Love to hear your thoughts. P.S. People always put P.S. before they <laughs> put the, the end. It's like, no, you put it after the end. P.S. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Please send cookies, Jake. Please send cookies? Yeah. It's, it's a, Jake, Jake <laughs> likes to mix it up a little bit, I feel like. All right. Um, yeah, this dog's, you need, uh, hopefully, uh, Jake is uh, a mature Catholic, a mature Christian, uh, and he can perform a minor to moderate exorcism on this dog. Can I propose an alternate theory? Oh, I thought you were going to say, can you do a remote exorcism? No, I wouldn't know how to put exercise the dog, a dog. Put the dog up to the speaker. Put, put the earbuds in the dog's ears. Yes, it should be easy. They have big ear canals compared to humans. That's true, right? Yeah. That's why they need those floppies. Uh, over. <laughs> those floppies, yes. The, f- flop, the ears. One thing is, uh, Jake didn't mention what kind of dog this is. Yeah. Uh, if it's a big dog, small dog. If it's an intimidating dog. Right. Would you say... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, different a, a if it's small, like a Yorkie or a pit bull. You know what? A Yorkie mm-hmm. possessed, though, yeah. is like it's like a like hell hath no fury, like a Yorkie possessed. That's that's what it says in the Bible, Tom. Mm-hmm. And like also like when you see like a possessed little child in a movie, right? Like the Children of the Corn or whatever. Yeah. I never saw that movie, but you know, uh, or like a, a or the the little girl from the Ring. Yeah. Is like scarier than like a demon or woman. Or Tim, The Exorcist, the movie we were talking about. Yeah. You don't think she's scary, Ronald Reagan? Yeah, Ronald Reagan was pretty scary. Tim, she says, your mother S's, C's, and H. Yeah, you told me that. Like, you tell me that every day of my life. <laughs> well, it's a scary thing for a little girl to tell scary. you. Scary. It's a, it's a messed tell up a, thing to for tell a, a man to tell his a, friend. A priest with a recently deceased mother. That that's what his mother's up to in H. Well, the demon would know. It's true. Um, that's why he paused. He had to, He was like, no, I don't think so. Speaking of pause, uh, let's get back to the dog, Tom. Uh, my alternate theory is that dog like ate something in that basement <laughs> that he wasn't supposed to eat, and it made him sick. Well, I would have... And ask- he probably should have just shut the goddamn door and kept it... How long... How did you not notice the dog with your one... Yeah, that's the only Look, thing I you're there I don't like do. when people say, like, you had one job. Yeah. Because, like, normally, like, that that uh, that uh, website or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, you had one job, guy that worked at the... Uh, Fast food place, refill the ketchup dispenser. It's like, no, <laughs> no that's he had a not. Bunch of yeah, jobs. there's a. He's probably working at the counter and flipping burgers. Like, it's just, like there's not. There's not one guy. You think McDonald's hires a guy? And it's like, now just sit here and watch the ketchup dispenser, and when mm-hmm. it runs out of ketchup, you put it back in. You, people have more than one job, right? But Jake here. I did only have one had job. Had one goddamn job. And just like watch the dog. You were there to watch the dog. It sounds watch like he was specifically dog. there to keep the dog out of the basement. Yeah, exactly. Jake <laughs> failed. And look, Jake, you seem like a great guy. You write a hell of an email. Uh-huh. You're not the best dog watcher. Yeah. Or uh, certainly not the most observant. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think the dog ate something, and I don't, I, I don't get a sense of how long. He makes it seem like his friend isn't back yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm curious exactly how long, because uh, he said it's like long term. Does that mean like months or is it days here? Yeah. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. and I'm always honest, Tom, <laughs> uh, so take the dog to the vet. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, if everything's fine, yeah, take the dog to church. <laughs> I don't think they allow dogs in church unless it's if like If the a dog is possessed... Idea. Put it in the holy water. Go after uh-huh. hours. Go after hours to the church. Mm-hmm. The church has to keep the doors open all the time, right? I don't think so. I don't think that's the rule. No, but like it's like the good thing to do. If right? you knock on the doors and you say like we, uh, the my my dog's possessed. My it's not dog my would dog. my dog would like to drink some of the holy water. <laughs> yeah, uh, my he'll friend, lap it up. It'll be adorable. My friend, my friend's dog. You have to understand. He got into the basement, and uh, you know, and they'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh, the <laughs> dog got into the basement. This isn't Peter's dog, is it?" Uh, well, I would say first things first, ask the guy why the dog's not allowed in the basement. No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy can never know anything about this. Uh, no, if the Because if the what if it's like, he got into the basement? All right, here's what you need to do. Take the Time dog down. to the altar in the backyard and slit the dog's throat and make the, dro- <laughs> well, the, so, no, the blood sacrifice. Think... Well, then that guy's possessed. Yeah, exactly. Well, but uh, Fix he's the on... Dog. And get out of town. But if the guy who's possessed is on like a business trip, then you're fine. Yeah. I don't know. Bring but, the but dog to the church, guy... burn your friend's house to the ground. Because <laughs> guy... something's going on in that basement. If the guy, yeah, but what if the guy's like, yeah, don't let the dog in the basement. I put a bunch of rat poison down to yeah. take care of my rat problem. Or if the guy's like, oh, don't let the dog in the basement. A demon lives down there. Then you know, okay, yeah, take the dog to church. I say. Take your dog to church either way. But first, please, please, Jake, bring it to the vet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, multiple times I've said on this podcast that uh, the power of Christ compels you and demon get out. So just play that to the dog. Yeah, yeah, wait, hold on. Uh, give him a chance. Don't put earbuds in the dog's ears. Get over the ear headphones. Is it a boy nice dog or bows. a girl dog? It's a boy dog. Okay. You're you're. Bad boy, bad boy. The power of Christ compels you. Demon, be gone. Good boy. Ah, oh, that's a good boy. Give him a treat, Jake. Give, uh, Jake, give him a treat, quick. No, tell the dog to give the 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 headphones oh. back to the to Jake. Tell the tell the dog to give the man a treat. <laughs> wow, that'll really put things uh, flip yeah. things on its head. Yeah. Then, then he's going to take the dog out back and do a blood sacrifice if the dog gives the man a treat. That's the first sign of a possessed dog. Have you ever... Uh, I've I've had that happen where my dog's like just stared at like a wall and it is the scariest thing. You know what? Dogs will do that because they're like kind of dumb. Uh, yeah, I like to think that it's a dog's fucking with you. Like, that's my belief that they're like, oh, I know it'll uh, really freak out my owner. I'll just act real weird. And they'll think like, oh, yeah, he, he's got heightened senses. If you I li- guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, all right. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. 
You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And like Tim mentioned earlier, if you have a problem, send it to us at the complete guide, everything at gmail.com. You can support the show by supporting our sponsors. Also by checking out tcgt.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon shopping and tcgt.com slash pledge where you can join our Patreon and get uh, all of our, our weekly mini episodes and all the back catalog too. There's a, a ton of great content. A substantial. A library, if you will. Library of content. Um, uh, do you feel any better about uh, demonic possession? Um, I do. I'm really emboldened by it. I really want to try a low-level exorcism. I feel like that's why I'm not so afraid. Uh, like it, there, the, According to my research, mm-hmm. there isn't much more than just being like, Basically, like being like, God, help me out here, <laughs> right? Like, and yeah. then just be it like, sounds like it's mostly like, uh, like, boy, it's a real, uh, you know, a, a real slog. You just have to do it a lot. You have to like wear the the demon out. Yeah, unless it's like you know, like Bial's above himself. But a lot of times it's not. He's a busy man. He's a busy devil. A lot of times it's a lower level demon. You got a lower level demon. You ask an archangel to help you out. Pfft. No match. No match at all. Tom, mm-hmm. do you get the sense that we said something <laughs> horribly offensive this I, episode? Multiple that, like, times. Multiple times. But like, times there's probably one or two things. About religion, politics, mental health. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people. Child are abuse. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. I feel very bad about all this. Yeah, we're going to have to get those Warner Brothers bodyguards. Yeah, do me a favor, Tom. Mm-hmm. Don't release this. Uh, the power of Christ compels me to release it and also to see you next week.